whenever this song plays? What what's what comes to mind? Oh man. You Nothing really. Caddyshack. Rodney Dangerfield. So what? So let's dance. Dancing on the golf course. Judge Smales. You you Welcome back into the Plank Show. All right, listen, I wanted Great to make movie. Sh- Great movie. I might watch it. Do you know what has become a tradition for me on big game days? Big game, G-A-M-E days? Is watching a bad movie. Or one of my favorite movies, I should say. Before the Raiders and the Bengals played in, this, in the playoffs? Beer League. Beer League. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I remember. <laughs> Beer League, or maybe just putting on Tubi TV and see what awful documentary. Dude, did I tell you real quick before I get to True Sooner? I was watching Tubi TV, and they had this documentary about a paintball guy. And, like, he was the greatest paintball player of all time. And then one one game he wiped. And I guess that's considered cheating. And they had this picture. And I'm, I'm in on this. Like, I'm 30 minutes into it. I'm like, this is a fascinating story. And it's kind of told in a goofy way. And they really build it up. And then about halfway through the, the first part of it, I realize this is not real. <laughs> this is completely and totally made up. <laughs> and then I was mad at myself for being all in on something that I thought was real that was fake. And the only reason I knew that it was fake was because of the actor that was in it. So-and-so lives deep in the woods now. We were thankful enough to, to find him. I'm like, gosh, so really you – it was this bad of a thing where he ended up in a blackballed the Bobby Dukes story. I mean, it sounds like a real paintballer, right? Bobby Dukes? Yes. Sure. Yeah. But whenever I saw him, me see who was the actor that was in it, and I was like, wait, I know, I know him. Yeah, uh, Rob Corddry is in it. He's Bobby Dukes. Oh, man. Yeah. But, by the way, as it started to go on, I was like, wait a minute. That's... That's Rob Riggle. <laughs> Either that's Jack McBrayer. Either I've really been uh, suckered here, but by the way, uh, not worth your time, Josh. It really fades fast. Where's paintball very popular at? Um, dude, that's a good question. Is that like an Eastern thing, or I don't can know? We Did claim you- that here. True story. I I have called a paintball match before on ESPN. <laughs> really? Yeah, actually, it was on Fox Sports. And the guy that was my analyst was really into it. He was like saying things like, "Watch, well, he's got to get back over here. He's got to reload right now. Make sure he's got the smaller size paintball so he can get a little bit more acceleration. I'm like, there's a dude running around. Shot someone. It's not on my resume. Ah! Splatter! Splatter! Yeah, the Bobby Duke story. Hour two of the Plank Show is brought. So I've got to decide what bad movie I'm going to try to get away with watching today before the game. Hour two of the Plank Show is brought to you by Allison Insurance, 405-745-2968. All right, let's kick this hour off with some True Sooner. What's going on? True, how are you? You know, you know where paintball is popular at? Where? In the 90s. That's where it's popular at. A very popular. Wow. How, how dare you disrespect <laughs> our popular. loyal paintballing listeners? Hey, uh. So you got to go with greatest team ever, and here's here's why, Mike. Because Patty came out at the beginning of the season and challenged them, and said you guys have the opportunity. And I'm par- I'm paraphrasing, and you know what I'm talking about uh, to be the best team ever. And what have they done to not prove that to you? I mean, she was thinking it, 
and coaches don't come coaches don't come out and like I've never heard a coach come out and say I've never heard Stoops or Switzer or you know any of those guys come out and say you guys have the opportunity I challenge mm-hmm. you to be the best team ever you know so what 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 have they done to where they haven't been the best team ever it's a good looking question I don't know I mean <laughs> 59 and 3 if they win tonight unbelievable I mean, right so, so let me ask you this. You said something. You were, you were, you don't know anything about a, a potential celebration on Tuesday, right? You were just. No, did I say that? Yeah, no, you I said think something that, about Tuesday. Oh no, 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 no! I think I was joking about the show. The celebration okay. would okay. probably be if you Saturday. just. Yeah, Saturday would be my a week guess. From, a week from a week from Saturday, probably. This no, Saturday no, no, no. I think it would be Saturday. this Saturday. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah, I, I don't. Time. I don't think that. We would drag this bad boy out. I think we'd get out there and celebrate right away. So to me, okay. that that's now. Listen, we're getting very right. cart before horses right. here. Right. But I mean, you won sixteen to to one last night. I can yeah. kind of understand why you might. Right. Well, here's the, here's the deal, too, Chris. I was sitting. I was there last night, uh, and I was looking into the Texas dugout. And I know if they'd have played thirty minutes after, if they'd have been elimination Monday. And and that would have been Texas twice, and we'd have won that first game sixteen to one. They they were ready to pack it up and head to Austin last night. And I don't know, I you know, he, Mike White can come out all he wants to today and and give his raw raw speech and and say, hey, we've been we've been up against it. But those girls deep down inside, I believe those girls are done. I mean, how could you not be seriously? I mean, you had Taylor Snow, which was hitting what was she hitting ninth last night. Uh, no, 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 no. They had Boone back down in the nine hole. I want to say okay, that Taylor okay. was sitting seventh last night. Okay. I mean, you. It was a barrage uh, that I've never seen in any. In any. I mean, I guess you know you could go back to the USC game against Oklahoma in football, but I mean, it was. If you want to do that, painful. But I don't remember seeing such a beatdown of every. I mean, you like you said, you had your number one pitcher, not even be a factor in this whole thing. And, you know, and you've got you've got hope pulling a G a G Juarez, uh from last year again. I mean, it's just crazy, man. This, this team, I just don't see how you recover from that. If you're those, guys. I don't see how you could be the biggest Texas fan, girl, whatever boy in the world. But I don't see how you have any any you know positive vibes. Go- I mean, I, I can't imagine that this momentum is not going to carry over. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. I I agree. I agree, but. You want to try to, you want to try to kind of keep things in a little bit of perspective, right? right? We saw it to, to me. Some could say, "Well, Oklahoma got beat like that in 2019, and you came on this radio show and you told us you told us to believe. You said that this team is something still pretty special, and they got beat 16 to three, and you would be right. But that 2019 team." was they were built different. And, oh, by the way, that game against UCLA in 2019 was a 5-1 to one game headed to the sixth. UCLA scored 11 runs in the sixth and seventh inning of that game. That, so right. that game wouldn't have ended in a run rule like last night would have if there was a run rule in place. So there's number one. Number two in that, and again, I'm not feeling like I need to defend this, but that you that Oklahoma team in 2019 had incredible leadership, right? You had the senior right. class oh, yeah. of Shea Knight and Sidney Romero, Kaylee Clifton. Um, they were loaded, and I just I don't 
see that for Texas. You have Janae Jefferson, and she's amazing. But that's it. You have Mary Icopo. Well, she taps yeah. out pretty quick when she's frustrated. Right. Well, and I'm and I'm looking at I'm looking up and down their lineup as they're batting, and and they just don't have this. I mean, you can say what you want. They're they're, you know, they're an unseeded team or whatever you call it. They didn't make the top sixteen, you know, for a reason. And I mean, yeah, they've they've done some unbelievable stuff in Washington and in and in in Arkansas and all that stuff. But when you're looking up at the scoreboard and they're in the middle of their lineup and they're batting two ninety four, and you look at the middle of our lineup and we're batting, batting four ninety. I mean, that's huge. That's pretty simple, right? It's simple math, isn't it? They're so good. Thanks, Drew. I appreciate it. Yeah. All right. See you, man. You start. You, man. I, I don't know why I never bring any of my notes home with me and I leave them all there. Oh, I know why. Because I didn't print anything because nobody believes in paper anymore. You look at the middle of what Texas is doing in their lineup. It's just he's right. It is not, it is not major numbers. You, you and and by the way, it for me it's that hard balance between. All right, do we talk postseason numbers or do we talk women's college World Series numbers? In the women's college World Series, Texas has three hitters hitting over three hundred. That's in the six games they've played in the women's college World Series. In the postseason, in their thirteen postseason games, they have three hitters hitting over. 300. Three. Um, Oklahoma in the postseason has, and again, there's a couple of like one or two at-bat hitters in here, but just for for reference, they have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine hitters in the, in the postseason. Postseason, Josh, that are hitting over 300, and four of those are hitting 500 or better. And of those four, three have uh, 29 at-bats or more. In the Women's College World Series, in the Women's College World Series, Jocelyn Allo is hitting 733. She's 11 for 15. So here are the top hitters where they have, of, and they're all starters, by the way, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Hitters hitting over 300, and of those seven, four are hitting 400 or better. It's a good point, True. It's just, and it's been this way all season long. You know, we joked yesterday, Josh, you missed it. It's like, what would you do? How would you try to stop them? I mean, you gotta, you gotta hope you have a pitcher that has an off, uh, an on day, and you gotta hope that maybe, just maybe, you uh, you get him to chase a little bit. But this. This team has, as a squad, right, only struck out 17 times in the five Women's College World Series game. And that number seems high <laughs> for what they've done this season. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. All right. Uh, thanks, True. You want to – okay, your choice, Josh. When we come back, um, we can start hitting some patty audio. We haven't played any of Coach's post game yet. The Air Comfort Solutions text line is on fire. Um, or we can try to open it up and get to your calls at three two nine nine thousand. So you think about it during the break. We'll also hear from Mike White as soon as we come back to. Uh, in fact, I thought it was a really good question of Mike White. It was kind of the same question that 
led to Haley Dulcini being upset. But how much of a problem were those throwaways in the first? We'll get into it next. It's the Plank Show. Uh, welcome back into the Plank Show. It was cool for me last night because I've talked about this a little bit. My sister and a couple of her friends came in from Wood River to see, and they've got daughters that play. And oh, can you walk me through a moment that I don't was a little bit embarrassing for me, Josh? Just to let me know if I should be embarrassed by it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so. It's weird for me to meet somebody from my hometown that I don't know. <laughs> it's just that's how small our, our town was. But, again, I haven't lived in my hometown for, you know, I've been in Oklahoma for, gosh, are we going on 30? Next year it will be 30 years that I've lived in Oklahoma. So a very small portion of my now 47 years on this earth were actually spent. But they're formative years, and I love it. I miss my family every day. They're not all dead, but, I mean, they just live in another city. And so I got to meet all of my sister's friends. She brought two other moms with her and their daughters. And I did the whole, hey, you guys are more than welcome to come over. I would love to invite you guys over. You know, we might have time to even grab some food. The girls can swim. Uh, and this is what I said to one of the ladies. And she goes, okay. And that was the response. And I was like, do I need, need, need to sell this more or, you know, do I just accept okay is okay? Because usually a re response might be what? Hey, no, I appreciate that. We'll think about it. We'll talk about it or appreciate that. Probably not going to go. It's like a 40 minute drive to get to your house. But just like the okay, it like shook me. Like, oh, um, oh, oh <laughs> okay. 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 What? Right. That's what I, okay. Um, and then I was like, well, no, I, I'm not trying to, like, force you guys to come or anything, but just know that it's an option on the table. I can drive you around, show you the stadium, stuff like that. Okay. 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 So I've been shook. Like, even the game was over last night, and then it finally re-hit. It's like, all she answered with was okay. Yeah, it wasn't really a yes or a no. Right. So I wonder, and, and then it's, it's like, the thing I want to follow up on, and be like, listen, I don't, don't feel forced to come over. I mean, you, can, you know, then, then what if the response to that was like, okay. <laughs> That's like a Seinfeld episode. Right. It, it could be its its own whole episode. It's like, well, did they say yes or did they say no? I mean, and, and here's this these these cute moms that are with my sister. And so then they're like, oh, my gosh, your, your, your brother, he looks just like you. I, we understand now. I'm so sorry, Allison. It's terrible for you. No, I'm just kidding. But, I mean, when the response is just, okay. And I'm like, ah. then I'm like, do I, do I, do I need to sell more? Do I pull back more? Because I'm sure she's bugging the hell out of me. Like, oh, we got to go check out my brother's house, blah, blah, blah. We'll have beer or whatever. I don't know. But how, like, what a weird spot, right? Yeah. I don't have very good advice for you. That is unusual. Hey, man, I'd love, just let, let's put this in a different situation. Um, hey, Josh, I'd love for you to come over, man. Um, I've, I'll get the grill out. We'll have a good time. <laughs> It'll be good. Um, okay. Okay. That's it. So in my mind, if it's you and me, I'm like, well, are you coming? <laughs> okay. Right. Right? Because there is a process, right, whenever you're having company over. My wife freaks out about cleaning. Our yard's a mess right now because it's rain. You got dogs you got to put away, right? There's, there's a little bit of a process. So I've been shook by the okay answer all day long. I, I don't know. And I didn't really pry because I don't really know these people. 
And I know they kind of like charity to my sister-in-law and said, hey, you come with us. We'll have a blast. I mean, I, I introduced him to everyone last night, so that was kind of cool. They got to meet all the families, but yeah, I don't know what to make of it. Because okay to me is like a, yeah, thanks, but no thanks, right? Probably. Right. Probably so, but even then, you know, a respectful response, not that that's super disrespectful sure. or, or whatever, but it does kind of leave, I mean, it leaves you in limbo. Right. A nice response would have been, okay, we'll think about it and let you know. Okay, hey, we've actually got this or that going on. Right. Which I'm fine with. Okay, hey, we'd love to. We'll be there by right. we'll insert there by, time. By noon. But just okay, I'm like, Okay, how dare you ask us this? We're already very busy people. Right. Don't you know what we have planned for the day? (laughs) Aren't aren't you aware of what we've got going on? (laughs) So that kind of stayed with me most of the night. But it was – I – here's one other quick fun thing for me. I love – I love a booth when there's people in it, right? And last night we have – and it's not necessarily like we have a massive booth. We had myself and DJ Sanchez, who, by the way, gave a great suggestion for a bad movie to watch, Josh. Basketball. Have you seen the basketball? I'm sure you have, because it involves the creators of South Park, Train Matt. (laughs) Yeah, of course I've seen basketball. Steve Perry. What if that's the final call? Oh, they Steve Perry'd them. (laughs) That's a good suggestion, DJ. But with, with myself, with... With DJ, um, Whitley Simmons is always in there with us, and I love her to death. And Pogue is back, so Riley Pogue is in there to basically talk anything we need with outfielders and, and base running. And then Allison Fanning came by, and then Poppy was there, and he had a friend that was with him. Which, by the way, is a magnification of how hard a ticket was to get where Jim Gasso is relegated to the booth instead of being down there on the front row which I thought was pretty fun, to be honest with you. But I like that. It adds to it for me. It really does. But if I said to any of them, it's like, hey, you want to come up to the booth tonight? And they're just like, okay. I'd be like, I'd be upset. I'm like, what are we talking about here? Get up here. So this is very unimportant. But, you know, when I was growing up, the, like, cool place to be, right? Because you right. don't like you don't like going on for the most part. I mean, okay, like maybe I'm going to get a toy or a video game sure. or a movie or something accompanying mom to the grocery store. The cool place to be was like, okay, yeah, see you later mom, have fun in Dylan's. I'm going to hang out over here in the movie and video game portion right. of the store. I'll see you in a half hour. And you know, as a as a kid, Seeing the movie Basketball, it was like, it it took me years, I think, until I actually saw it. I I don't remember what age I would have been. Mom and Dad would not let me watch a movie like Basketball. We were not that kind of family to where that was going to be acceptable. I got to watch, you know, a good portion of movies, but if it was R-rated and of the Basketball variety, yeah, no chance I was seeing that until I was... You know, I don't know, 15, 16, whatever age it would have been. And that movie, to me, it was like, oh, man. It was so fascinating, just the the cover. And I, I hadn't... So you never really got to see it as a kid, right? No, until I was older. And 
like you would think from the title, oh, basketball, like it makes total sense what this movie is going to be about. But it was in no way, shape, or form what I was expecting from the idea of what I thought that movie was going to be as a kid growing up, like this unattainable movie that I'm never going to get to watch to when I actually sat down and watched it. Good movie, though. I'm pretty sure if they, uh, if people went back and, and rewatched that movie, it would get canceled. I'm pretty sure that it would get canceled. Even though maybe Trey and Matt are uncancelable, cancelable, cancelable at this point. Um, all right, let me hit a couple of these texts real quick. That's a very funny Hunter Park tweet. I appreciate that. All right, this is from the 405, and I know we got a break coming up. Um, pretty good litany of texts uh, from the 405. Right, so we kind of take away all of those pitchers from those teams too. Good point. Whenever I was bringing up, hey, imagine Oklahoma. Well, what Oklahoma has done, right? They lost their ace heading into the regionals. And I said, imagine Danielle Williams or Hey Little Sini not being able to go or what, whomever. Pick, pick your ace. And it would be tough, I think, for any team. Has Texas been in down situations against a team like OU, though, after getting throttled? Have they ever been throttled like that? I know we run-ruled them earlier in the year, but this seems different. And do you think with all the film on check, that we can get to her quickly. Mike White had Day pitching in the bullpen last night even, like us pitching Mindy against UCLA. Yeah. Um, and, again, the big difference, that that game against UCLA didn't get out of control until the sixth. I mean, it was a 5-1 to one game headed to the sixth, and UCLA blew up. I, it's a great question. Te- I, I brought it up a lot this morning. Texas is 6-0 and in games in which they faced elimination. Estelle Check whom we, we have as the presumed starter tonight, pitched one inning against Oklahoma in the run rule 9-1 win for the Sooners, gave up four hits and three runs. This is the same Estelle check the game before, the series before they played Oklahoma, gave up six hits and two runs in five innings while walking five, uh, walking three, excuse me, against Iowa State. But she's also the same Estelle check that threw a three-hit gym and a complete game shutout against LSU. She's also the same as Stelchak that threw a four-hit complete game shutout against Oklahoma State, but did give up three runs in game number two. So I don't, I don't know what to make of of Stelchak, but I do know, I do know Oklahoma will have a plan for her. Um, one more quick one here, then I want to play Mike White. The Texas post-game press conference told the story. I didn't see a group of players that were ticked off. They got embarrassed and was ready to bite down on their mouthpiece, bow their neck, and come out swinging tomorrow. I saw three players that were completely and totally deflated, a beatdown, and for all intents and purposes, looked like they had tapped out. We won't beat them by 15 tonight, but it's going to be ugly. Here's what Mike White had to say after the game about what Texas learned. I guess maybe the question would be, um, maybe what they they didn't learn or what they didn't do? Oh, yeah, well, you know, there's turning points in the game. It was certainly one of them. I mean, you can't give them second chances, and uh, you have to make every every play you can. Uh, and we had several of those opportunities throughout the game. So, you, you know, I'm, I'm extremely proud of this team and what we've accomplished and where we're at. But, um, you know, it's, it's tough right now. It's very tough for them. They, they, nobody wanted to go out and not get the job done. 
Um, you know, we talk about pressure in the first innings. There was a lot of pressure on him in the first innings, right? There was a load of bases that walked a run in. We get a big hit here or there. You know, things can change, but we didn't capitalize. And that's what a team that's been there and done it before with their home crowd, 12,000 strong, maybe 12 and a half, yelling. Uh, it's very tough. And um, I challenge any one of you out there to come up and get out there and do that. Um, you know, so they're just young women. They're, you know, 22 max probably. Um, being put in situations where there's a lot of people looking at them, there's a lot of pressure. Um, so, you know, hopefully we learn from that. And that's what I kind of try to stress to the team was those that are coming back, what did you learn from the experience? Um, it's because it can't be for nothing. Yeah, we want to forget it and we, and we don't want to remember it, but you have to learn from it. Um, and, um, you, you know, obviously OU's had the advantage of being out here multiple times. Um, you know, for us to get better, well, we've got to kind of do the little things better than we didn't do tonight. Um, given too many opportunities, made too many mistakes with the at bats. Uh, but like Mary said, they're they're good, you know, and um, they're number. There's a reason why they've been ranked number one from day one, and and uh, still are. Can I can I take umbrage with one thing here, real quick? This wasn't the first game they played in. It wasn't the first game they played in front of 12,000 fans. That was that was a home crowd that you dealt with on Monday night, and you beat them twice. So, to me, I would have – and again, I like I said, I don't know Mike White. I don't have a problem with him. But stuff like that, for lack of a more professional term, it peeves me off because – you're acting like you guys just got off the bus and played your first game in the World Series. They set a they set a record for the most attendance in a game uh, on a day on Monday. So that wasn't the first experience they had. Now, if you want to say that it was for Sophia Simpson, I'm fine with that. But you know, I'm I'm looking at your stats right now, and. In the Women's College World Series, you have 10 players here who have played in all six games, and there isn't a session where half the crowd shows up. And I know, I know, I know, a natural reaction might be, well, like you said, home crowd. Dude, Oklahoma State fans were there on Monday. They were there. And that, to me, is just excusing away a a really bad performance. Well, you know, they've been here. They've got their home crowd, blah, blah, blah. It can be a, you go and do it. Well, you just, you've done it in five previous games, dude. You've been out. You've had your team on this field in five previous games. And now suddenly in the six, you're going to like, well, you know, that environment can get to you. You've been in it. Yeah. And obviously, Mike White is trying to push the right buttons here and say the right things in a public setting for his team to recenter them and motivate them to give them the idea or impression that, hey, look, watch this thing. Let's learn from it, too. And we're not totally down and out. We can come back and win tomorrow, even this series, and then go win a national championship on mm -hmm. Friday. So keep that in mind that he is politicking here a little bit for his team, sure, he, he's trying to put this idea in their head of what the path looks like going forward that 
this was our first this was our first foray into that type of environment. So he's trying to sell that idea. I don't know that that was good or bad, though, the approach that – I mean, I, I, I should say this. I don't know that that was good that he took that approach. I think he should have just come out and said, we just played bad. Sure. We've beaten this team once already. We know that we can do it again. We feel still that we can beat this team twice. And do you poke the bear a little bit maybe by taking that approach? Sure, but I don't know that it was necessarily motivating for his team to sit there and be like, we've not ever played in an environment like this. Uh, clearly, it shook us a little bit. I just, I don't know. But then again, I mean, what do you do? They got planked absolutely roasted 16-1. to 1. Sure. I don't know that there is necessarily a right or wrong approach coming on the heels of what Oklahoma just did to Texas. By the way, Perry Spencer brings up a great point, too. You don't have 12,000 there. You don't have the outfield bleachers, but that was a heck of a crowd they had for the Big 12 tournament, too. I mean, unbelievable that that would be that would be a way that they would go about trying to 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 shift that last night. Well, you know, the girls haven't been on this stage. Yes, they have. They absolutely have. All right. um, Quick break. When we come back. Let's go all in on Coach Casso's postgame. I have not done a good job with the Air Comfort Solutions text. They've been fantastic here today. A lot of softball. Understandably so. We'll get it. It's a Plank Show right here on The Ref with Josh Helmer. At Josh on Ref, I'm Chris Plank at Plank Show. Everybody, go follow us at KREF Sports on Twitter right here on The Home of Sooner Fans. I like Jesse G's idea. Um, he writes, you should say all gasso, no breaks, Sooners take it all. <laughs> See, here's the only reason why I can't go all gasso, no breaks, because that's what DJ's wife, Grace, had for their wedding thing, right? So um, I may have to call her and get consent to use it, and it is kind of a, a shot at Texas because isn't that their thing? All gas, no breaks. But if I get a thumbs up from... Grace Gasso, then I can use all Gasso, no breaks. It'll find its way into the final call somehow. It has to. Um, good stuff, Jesse. From the 8-5-0, the Sooners lost three games to the three Women's College World Series semifinalists in an era that seems to be much deeper than the 80s and the 90s. Boy, it's, it's hard to argue with that. Your three losses this year, Oklahoma State, Texas, UCLA. Unbelievable. It's, you know, without me having watched a ton of the softball in the 80s and the 90s, I feel like I'm decently well-versed on the early 2000s. I remember, you know, Osterman and remember, you know, some really good Tennessee teams and a couple of others along the way. Obviously, your UCLA's and Arizona's and, and the like. I feel like, though, just generally speaking, the nutrition, you know, everything, the the training, it's a little more advanced today probably than it was certainly in the 80s and the 90s. Mm. Uh, two more quick ones here, then we'll hear from Patty Gasso. 
Fort Cobb Sooner writes, being what I consider a solid OU fan, I don't hate Texas. actually travel there often. But the Longhorns kick them while they're down, just like the Cowpokes when they beat them bad. Listen, I'm not here to pile on anyone. It, it is especially whenever, you know, you did see a player get emotional in the press conference afterwards. Did you hear the whole thing of that? Did I play the whole thing or did I just play? You just played that front okay, okay. portion I'll, I'll, of the Let's let's kick off the next segment with it because I did promise Patty and I want to get to it here. But yeah, I in fact it's from the four oh five. The dugout shots look like you the a UT team from coaches to managers that were ready to check out of the hotel and go home from the first inning on. It's a team that seemed just happy to get to the finals. Mm. Well, they're familiar with Oklahoma. Sure. I, you know, I, I don't know that they genuinely came into this championship series with any sort of belief that they could win twice against OU. And we'll see. If – if Oklahoma jumps on them tonight, I know that, look, it's cliche and you got to start fast. And But Texas tonight, there is – listen, there's no way Texas rallies from a two, three-run deficit in this ballgame tonight. If they fall behind early, it's over. The championship is OU's. One more, one more quick one here off the Air Comfort Solutions. Text line 405-651-3439. Uh, this is from the 405 who writes, maybe a little cart before the horse here, Chris, but I guess OU softball coaches have a plan for managing success like they're having. Do you think they approach this offseason the same as ones where they are not coming off an all-time season? Well, I, I will say this, and I know that they're not listening, but the Sooners have done an incredible job on the recruiting trail. I've, I've seen a lot of your questions. How are we recruiting? How's recruiting going? Well, the number one player in the country is coming here next year in Kirsten Deal. And uh, they also have one of the best hitters that's coming here as well, too. Her name's Jocelyn. They got another Jocelyn coming in. So they crush it on the recruiting trail. I hear what you're saying, though, because, I mean, if the Sooners are able to finish this off tonight or tomorrow, you then have a freshman class, well, a sophomore class that has won back-to-back national champions. And that happened in 16 and 17. Then in 18, it was a team that probably, as far as talent is concerned, the 2018 team might have a claim to fame with the 2015 team as the two most talented teams not to win a championship or even play for a championship, right? Think about Paige Parker, Paige Lowry in the circle, defending national champs, Nicole Penley in center. They, had, they were ballers. So you, you, you want to learn from those mistakes, right, and, and not getting there. And I think they have. And you would have Jada and Tiare who have won back-to-back titles and are chasing all kinds of records and then have to go into a leadership role. Your three-time captain graduates. I think it's natural to look at someone like Grace Lyons who would be a fit as a captain, but then you also need, you need one of these youngsters to step up too. If it's Jada, if it's T.R., if it's Riley Boone, I don't know. But it's a great question. I have my faith in the GOAT. I have my faith in Patty Gasso. But they they talk about it. It's it's definitely something they work on a lot. All right, um, more of your text, 405-651-3439. Or you can hit us up on Twitter at Plank Show, at Josh on Ref. When we come back, we'll hear 
Well, I, I promised Patty Gas. Can I get one Patty taken here before the break? I know it's 47 already. But here is Coach just talking about um, how Taylor Snow and some of the non-Alo Jennings hitters responded last night because you get a home run from Gianna Johns, get a home run from Taylor Snow. Yeah, I'm um, really pleased with Gianna Johns right now. She's swinging well. Taylor Snow has been um, – waiting to break through and so today getting that like the bottom of our lineup is really producing Riley Boone has been hot as well and I don't know that people talk a lot about Jada Coleman as much as they should I mean she putting her in the leadoff she has taken over and allowed Tiara to go in behind Jossie that has made them that dynamic duo but that is all really happening from Jada Coleman, finding her way on. So I look throughout the lineup and see people really doing a great job, especially our, like our seven, eight, nines are really stepping forward, turning the lineup over. Right. Yeah, Patty. So just- well, I'll have more Coach Gasso whenever we get back. I haven't been down there in that press room, but I will say, why does everyone use their soft voice when they ask questions? Have you noticed? I'm I'm guilty of this a lot, and I don't know why. So maybe, but I said, Coach, I just want to let you know, you did a great job tonight. Congratulations. The setting of the press conference just feels like a library. Gotcha. Okay. That makes sense. I've been down there. I'd probably get kicked out right away. Coach, let's go. Let's go. What a win. Do you have a question, Mr. Plank? No, I just wanted to say, wanted to wake this place up. It was like a morgue. Let's dance. Be like Ronnie Dangerfield and Caddyshack. All right, more uh, Coach Gasso. Joey Helmer coming up in 10 minutes on the ref. Someone brings up a really good point right here on the uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line. A couple minutes before Joey Helmer joins us to kick off hour three. Uh, for the 405, I believe updated stats have Alo one R behind Jen- RBI behind Jennings for a triple crown plus everything else she leads in. Uh, that would be a triple crown for the Sooners because he is correct. Jocelyn Allo has 85 runs batted in on the season. T.R. Jennings has 86. They lead the country. Um, Jossie leads the country in home runs. But Sydney McKinney is – well, and I don't know. I haven't crunched the numbers. But I don't know if Allo can improve her batting average three points or not tonight. But Sydney McKinney – in many fewer uh, games, 10 fewer games. Uh, finished the season at 522 with a batting average. Jossie's at 519. So I don't I don't think she'd be able to catch for the true, uh, triple crown. But as far as the Sooners, yeah, she leads in every, every category. Here's Patty Gasso when she was asked last night if she's surprised at all at how good this team has been. I am not surprised. Um, I think they showed me last year how good they – could be offensively, and I think having another year together showed they're not afraid of these settings. They really embrace all of this excitement and the big stage, and I think they're at their best when the stage is the, the lights are bright and the stage is big. Right. She's right. She's absolutely right. All right, do you want to play the um... – the follow-up question, which kind of unfortunately uh, is is a little bit rough to listen to, Josh from Haley Dolcini. You want to get that real quick before the top? Yeah. Okay. I I want to hear what it sounds like. Yes. Now again, 
I don't think Nick's question is what led to this. I think she was still upset from before. You no, know, Haley, I know the recipe for y'all this whole postseason's been you guys are you're loose, you're confident, you're carefree. Um, did you sense that maybe in the first inning, just just the moment was a little jittery or overwhelming just for you or for the whole team? I mean, what were y'all feeling, I guess, in that first inning? Um, yeah, I think it's just... Um, Sorry. Bella, could you answer that, please? By the way, Bella Dayton gives a fantastic answer, but it's tough in those settings, man. It's oh, tough. Oh, man. Right? Yeah. And, you know, I, I hate to kind of do this, but it is sort of you and I's job. That that makes me wonder a little bit about tonight. Like, to me, the obvious answer is Dulcini comes right back out. She didn't throw that many pitches in this game, but – that sounds like somebody that got their wheel broken. Yeah. I mean, that sounds like someone that's already beaten. That's mm. tough to hear, man. You hate that stuff. But it was rough. It was rough. All right. Um, we'll take a timeout. When we come back, we shall kick things off with one Joey Helmer. OUinsider.com. He is the absolute undisputed best when it comes to breaking down all the things that we haven't seen so far in the Women's College World Series. We got more from Coach Gasso. We got our top five stories of the day presented by Newcastle Casino coming up at 11.15 this morning. But Joey Helmer is next as we put a wrap on hour two. It's the Plank Show right here on the Ref Sports Radio Network, the home of Sooner fans. 